I'm marketing and growth expert, Justine Beauregard, and this is the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast, where I mentor online entrepreneurs on how to solve problems and build wildly successful businesses. If you want advice on how to grow your business fast with intention and joy, you've come to the right place. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast. I am sitting down with Ginger Berg, and she has wrote this beautiful book about families coming together. It's called My Patchwork Family, and it's all about adoptive families, foster families, all coming together. So tell us more about this book, Ginger, and what's going on with the marketing for it. Sure. So My Patchwork Family is actually based on my family, and it tells about our story about how our family grew through foster care and adoption. And I am currently doing a Kickstarter to pay for the printing. I looked into different printing options, and to get the quality I wanted, I really needed to do a bulk order. And so I decided to go ahead and do a Kickstarter to cover the cost of a 1,000 books. But my question is, I don't want to be stuck with a thousand books and I don't want to bug my friends about buying numerous books. So how do I help market this outside my circle of friends and get my story out there and maybe even get a market big enough that I can order another thousand books? Yeah, of course. So first of all, I think it's brilliant that you did a Kickstarter. I have a woman in my paid community who writes children's books for a living and she always does a Kickstarter and she always hits her goals and it's a great marketing platform to put your book on and get the name out there. What's interesting that I find is with the Kickstarter, why wouldn't you set your goal at a thousand books, price them to cover the cost and then just kind of use that as a platform to sell the books that you've already ordered in bulk? Like if you hit your Kickstarter goal, then you would be at a thousand books, right? It won't be a thousand books that's bought because people are donating extra or some of the rewards don't cost me as much as people are pledging for them. Does that make sense? I guess what I'm wondering is, did you set your goal too low on Kickstarter? So where are you at now with your Kickstarter? When did you launch? Uh, I launched the end of August. I can't remember the exact date at the moment, but I'm 84% funded right now. So you're a third of the way through and you're 84% funded. So that seems pretty good. Yes. I'm pretty excited about that. How many people are pledged for books? Like what's the count for people who have actually just bought books? I believe about 50. That's so interesting. So you're 84% funded and you've only sold 50 books and you still have two-thirds of the campaign to go. Yes. So you must have a lot of other rewards going on. (laughs) Yeah, so a few of the big rewards that people have pledged for is getting signed original watercolors from the book. Oh. And so they would get a book and the signed original watercolor, and it would way more than cover just the cost of the book. Yeah, I see. I guess beyond, because you've already set your goal, right? I probably would have set a higher goal. Because I think you're going to go way beyond what you're being pledged. But I also totally get playing it safe and knowing that if you set the goal for 15000 and you hit $14,999, you're not going to get the funding. Mm -hmm. Completely understand that. So thinking back to just plain marketing outside of your circle, which I think is such a great question because so many people have audiences 
that start off as just their friends and family, like come and support my business page and come to my event. And it's like their aunt or something following Mm -hmm. them and doing all the things. So it's important to really think that through on a broad scale. So for yours specifically, I would say because you've run a Kickstarter, even though I don't typically advise my clients to do this, I would definitely advise you to do it is running ads on Facebook. Have you tried that? I haven't because I didn't know if that was just going to be a waste of money, to be honest. I find that running ads on Facebook without proven organic sales is a waste of money, typically. Mm -hmm. But but the thing about Kickstarter is that it's such a well-known platform that if you ran the ads from my Patchwork Family's business page and you said this book is now on Kickstarter and you were able to pinpoint the behaviors and the interests of people who have foster children or who are interested in adoption or have been adopted or have adopted children and all of those things, which you could definitely target. I think it would be explosive for running a Facebook ad. And because you're getting additional funding from other things besides the book, you can sort of cover the cost of those people being driven to your page. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So I would definitely test a Facebook ad tomorrow. (laughs) I would put... A decent sized budget on it, probably 25 or $50, which is actually pretty high for a testing budget, in my opinion. Like I usually do maybe between five and $10, but I would say for you, 25 to 50 and just run a test of doing some amazing, compelling language about the book, maybe taking parts of your Kickstarter page. How are you positioning the book to people? Well, I'm explaining that it's based on our family. So they know it's based on a true story and not just like this would be a nice story if it was true. And I'm talking about how it tells the viewpoint of a child who's in a family that chooses to foster and adopt. And so the heartbreak that he has when the kiddos leave and the joy he feels when some of them become a part of the family forever. Messaging is super important, right? That's like the foundation. What I tell my group is picture yourself standing in the middle of an open street. You're in New York City, (laughs) pre-COVID, where it was very busy. And people are walking by you all over the place. People are walking by on the right. They're walking by on the left. You're standing still in the middle of the street and you're yelling at the top of your lungs what your ideal clients need to hear in order to come closer to you and basically be magnetized to you, walking up to you and wanting to desperately hear what you have to say more. That's how I think about messaging. You're standing there and you're attracting people with what you're saying. And every little thing is inviting them to come and talk to you and want to learn more from you and sit and attentively listen to you, even in the middle of the busiest, most chaotic part of Times Square. Okay. That's what the internet is like. Right. Yeah. And it's beautiful that the story comes from the perspective of a child, but also I want to know why that's important to me as the parent, as the buyer, what is going to draw me in and make this the book that I have to have on my bookshelf and read to my kids before bed every night? That's a really good question. What would you yeah. scream in the middle of the street to attract your people? Just don't put pressure on it. Just say it. Whatever first comes to mind. All families are beautiful and patchwork families build their families on love. So do you feel like if you said that, it was really talking about your book? 
the fact that you have a book, making people aware of what you're actually selling. No, I see what you're saying. That's true. I'll give you an example for my business. Okay. If I picture myself standing on the street, what I'm going to say is this is basically the structure of all of the posts that I do and all of the content that I create. I'm focused on the hook, which is the first thing you say that right off the bat is going to perk everyone's ears up who wants to hear more. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to bring valuable thoughts and relatable thoughts and questions and challenging ideas and all of those things that are going to make them walk over to me. And then I'm going to make the offer, which is going to want to make them learn how to get it. Okay. So when I think about my business, I would say something like, do you want to make $100,000 this year working less hours and feeling amazing about every single thing that you do? That's one example. And immediately my people are going to start coming out like, yes, yes, I want to do that. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. when they start walking over, I'm going to talk about how can you do that? What are the things that you could create with your own brain and your gifts and your talents that make you the money that you desire to make? I don't care if it's $5,000, $100,000, or a million dollars. What is the thing that's special about you that you love to do? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how this person is amazing at photography and she came into my group with no clients and now she's on a wait list for every single offer that she makes and she loves how she's marketing. She's only doing the things that she desires to do in her business her way and people love it. They are attracted to it more than when she was doing things that she thought they wanted to hear. She thought they wanted from her as a service. She's living fully aligned in what she wants to do and she's selling like crazy. Do you want to be like her? There's countless stories like that. Tell me your business right now and I can tell you how to make it better. I can tell you the things that you should be doing to hit your goals consistently and feel amazing about it. And not just that, but also take your goals to the next level of amazing so that you can have, instead of setting your Kickstarter at, what did you set the goal at? 5,600. So instead of setting a $5,600 goal on Kickstarter, you could set a $15,000 goal on Kickstarter. And instead of selling 50 books at 84% to goal, you would be selling 5,000 books at 84% to goal because everything would change and feel so good to you. Would you want to learn more about that? And my people are going to just, yes, raise their hand. Tell me more. How do I do that? This is my business. I have a question. All of those things. So when you think about your book, I want you to think about what's going to hook people in. Maybe something as simple as asking them, do you foster children? Have you been considering fostering children? Do you have adopted children? Do you love the thought of adopting a baby and you're considering it, but you already have a biological child and you're worried about what's going to happen for them? Like these are all scenarios and each one will speak to each person in your audience. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about that as like the ways to hook people in and then talking more about it. When my children were fostered and we went through the adoption process more than one time, my biological children had a lot of feelings about it. And I talked to them every day and I sat down with them and I heard their feelings and I comforted them. And we grew our family in this beautiful, intentional way. And the way that we came together, it was like magic. And I felt like that story needed to be shared with more families that want that, that, that desire that more than anything in the world. If you are considering this or you are in it and there is not 
a resource for you to talk to your kids about it in a really meaningful way, this book not only shares the journey of that experience for the child, but also shares it from the child's perspective. So it's super relatable for your kids. And when you sit down and you talk to them and you read this book, it's a part of your family too. And don't you think all those little notes are just going to draw all the people in? Yeah, definitely. So I would think about those things and then I would craft an ad for Facebook that speaks to them like that. Okay. And when you write the copy before you hit publish and go live with that ad, I want you to send it to 10 people that are friends and family members who you can say, can you read this and tell me what your thoughts are totally objectively if you have friends and family who are willing to do that for you Mm -hmm. and just get their feedback, ask them what they think. Would it hook them in? Would it make them want to click on the Kickstarter campaign and take the next step? Awesome. I can definitely do that. And beyond running ads, because your Kickstarter is only for so long. Once it's done, it's done. And then you're kind of left, what else do I do to attract people that are not my friends and family? Right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I would think about that whole messaging topic Mm -hmm. and how you would attract people. And I would get creative. What do you like to do in terms of online marketing? Do you like to write? Do you like to go live? Do you like to record videos? Do you like to speak on podcasts like this one? Do you like to be a guest blogger? Like what is your, what are your things that you like to do? Um, I love being on podcasts and I like recording videos. What would be interesting is to use those skills. So obviously podcasts are kind of their own thing that you can be featured on podcasts for parents and podcasts like this one. And it's kind of a a standard format among all the podcasts. You could do a pop-up group on Facebook and do some recorded videos and also some tips or even cheat sheets that they could take home and work through with their family, like prompts that you could ask your kids at night or things that you could do together as a family to really bond and get to know each other. As someone who has fostered and adopted multiple children, I think your list of things that you could come up with and add value to all those different families is probably pretty long. So it's really just about kind of cherry picking the ones that you really enjoy and delivering it in a format that's comfortable for you. That's awesome. So what would you pick? Uh, I really like the idea of doing like short little training videos with just my experience, especially with, you know, fostering and adopting and helping your kids through that process. Yeah. So how much time do you have per week to devote to your marketing? Uh, that's a good question. So I'm a full-time math teacher and school just started up. So for a few weeks, probably not very much, but then probably two or three hours total for all of the stuff related to my book. So what I would probably do is kind of time what I'm about to share as my thought with the end of your Kickstarter. Okay. So that you have about three weeks left of your Kickstarter campaign. And then you could go right into this as your secondary marketing to people outside of your tribe or your family or whatever you would call that. Okay. So I would put together a Facebook group that's a support group for foster and adoptive families. And I would think about your audience and who you wish to serve. If you want to serve more of the mom crowd, or if you just want to serve families and you're totally cool having dads in the group or what that dynamic would look like. And really thinking through all the components of marketing from the start to the finish 
and I'm going to say them at a really broad level. So you're going to have to dig deeper on your own because we only have so much time here. But I would think about your audience, your messaging to those people, like we talked about, your offers, and also your plan for converting them into sales. I bet you some listeners right now, and maybe even you are cringing a little bit because Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm starting a support group for these people. And now that's one of my goals is to sell them. That feels weird and inappropriate or whatever the words are that come to mind. Lots of words. And I like to think about sales as service. And when you think about your group and all these people who have come together to get support and they're looking for resources and you have one, that's amazing that you've invested so much time and money developing from your own experience that's near and dear to your heart, why wouldn't you present that to them in a really meaningful way? Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be the thing that I would think through is how do I create that space? And the way that I have named my group is thinking about adjectives that describe my people and a noun. So my group is called Compassionate Female Entrepreneurs because I serve women in business and I am compassionate myself and all the women that I enjoy working with the most are super compassionate female entrepreneurs. So that just describes my person really well. And there are people in that space who are not my ideal client. That's not the whole purpose of the group is just to sell everybody. It's also a space for people to feel super supported and to network and make connections with people who are their person. There are other business and marketing coaches in the group. And I encourage everybody to talk to each other because I only want to work with my people. And I really don't believe in competition. I believe that my people are going to come to me no matter what, because they're my people and they hear my message on the street and flock right over to me. Mm -hmm. So when you think about your people maybe something super simple and descriptive like foster and adoptive or fostering and adopting families or moms who foster and adopt or something like that or families who foster and adopt something that's just going to really attract your people and then you offer a free weekly video recording of just talking about your experience or a live question and answer, or maybe bringing some resources into it to build your email list, like little sheets of activities that people could do with their families to strengthen their bond and just really building that space of your own so that you're building that audience And it's your space that you can do whatever you want with. And you can have your friends and family in there and you could encourage people to share and spread the word and bring more people in. And the more valuable it is to them, the more they're going to tell everybody about it. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing is that like attracts like. So people who foster and adopt usually know other people who have fostered and adopted. Mm -hmm. So if they love it, they're going to tell their friends. And those people are going to tell their friends and the word is going to spread. But also I have a really amazing training in my free group. I don't know if you're in there, but it is how I grew my group to 600 people in 30 days. And it gives all the details of how I did that. And I would definitely go and take a listen to that and get some good tips as to how you can really spread the word and bring and drive more people into that beautiful space that you would create. Okay. I would definitely check that out. So how do you feel? What are your thoughts? good my mind's kind of starting to like turn the wheels and think about the different ways I could make those things happen yeah but I'm really excited about the advice that you've given me oh that's great well I can't wait to see it come to life so where can people find you where can they follow you and buy your book and all the amazing things that you're doing go and and watch those things unfold so I do have a website that is just www 
www.mypatchworkfamilybook.com. And that has the link to my Kickstarter. It also has the links to my Instagram and my Facebook page for the book. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on. It was great chatting with you and I wish you luck with your Kickstarter. Sounds like you're definitely going to hit your goal. So shoot for the stars, push a little bit extra, run those ads, start your group and have fun doing all the things that your people are going to be super excited about. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to share more with you. But in the meantime, if you're ready to prioritize the growth of your business and need help, I'm your person. Visit www.growthmindsetmarketers.com for details on my program for explosive growth, where you'll get everything you need to grow a business simpler in all the ways you love. There's daily support, coaching, a huge resource library, masterclasses with industry experts, and so much more. Check it out, and I'll catch you back here for the next episode.